Welcome to the Movies Beer and Cleaning Products Podcast hosted by Bradley and Jacob, a show where a couple of uninsightful Philistines talk about film. In this episode, the boys discuss the Fear Street trilogy, then take a look at Black Widow, the latest offering from Marvel, then tackle Inside, the newest special from comedian Bo Burnham. Welcome back. It's been a long time. Been but a it's, little hot minute. It's time for episode eight. Something nine, like eight, eight, nine, eight. seven. Episode eight. Episode eight. Here at the Movies, Beer, and Cleaning Products podcast. We've got a good selection today. Uh, we'll be coming at you with uh, some kind of Suicide Squad episode. In the future. Soon here. It'll be uh, watched tonight and reviewed hopefully not in a few months <laughs> so the fear street movies i think i like them more than you did yeah there's three of them we'll talk about them one at a time because they are three movies yeah they are very much three separate movies um i agree that are kind of they're interconnected in i'm gonna argue of some stupid, stupid, stupid ways, but yeah, we'll, I, we'll get into it, I guess. It's it's definitely. <clears throat> um, so we start out with with nineteen ninety four, which I actually when I first heard about this, which was a few months ago, I heard that this was kind of a thing. I was actually excited for these movies; it sounded cool. I thought they were going to start like in the past and work their way yeah, up. So I, I was actually kind of surprised when ninety four was the first one. It was. My least favorite. It was probably my least favorite, too. This movie, there was rarely a scene that didn't have the backing of a hard, like, 1990s rock song. Every single scene. Yep, yep. It it was hard not to notice. I'm going to make that... like 90s music. (laughs) I'm going to make that criticism for all of the movies. They try to cover up the fact that they're bad by just throwing in music that we like that doesn't actually make the scene better, though. It's just like, oh, I like and recognize this song, but oh, this is actually a really, right. really crappy scene that I'm watching. <laughs> well, I'll get into it more in the second one, but I think the second one was better for it. And the second one entertained me the most out of the three. Yeah. Um. So the, the first one, yeah. I really liked how it kind of felt more PG for a lot of the movie until two of the characters were brutally just disposed of that was one of the only because they were terrible characters yeah when they were just smashed to pieces like that when she gets her head put through that meat grinder thing that's pretty nuts so here's a big problem with the movie for me is that that was shocking but nothing was scary because i didn't like a single character in the whole film yeah 1994 none of the characters interested me I didn't like any of them. The yeah, no, I didn't either. Like they were all super unlikable. And they all didn't feel like they were from the nineties. Yeah. They all felt like Gen Z kids. Yeah. 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 Pretending they were in and the nineties. They looked like they came straight out of a college brochure. Yeah. Like <laughs> 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 they got one of everything in there. It's like this is supposed to be like a small town in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I know, in the nineties. <laughs> <What> but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, I thought the screenplay, there was nothing good about it. Like, everything in the screenplay was it, so it laughably like bad to me. It advertised it that it was going to be this, like, deeper trilogy of movies, but it was, like, not, it, not that it wasn't well thought out. It just wasn't a deep movie. It was, like, a basic slasher with the backing of a bunch of songs you recognize yeah the so this movie starts out with a stinger like most horror movies do yeah it, well it's just scream do it's you, a reference to scream do you like this i thought it was way too long it had nothing to do with anything the part with maya hawk yeah no it made sense and it was like the only likable character in the whole movie yeah it maya went hawk, on forever and then they she did just gets killed to, and i don't the care whole movie they reference different horror movies all three of them <clears throat> But Scream was definitely the biggest yeah, influence sure. on 1994. And that is, it just opens the same way. You recognize Maya Hawk, and then she dies. And that's just like, you recognize Drew Barrymore and she dies. But 
I really, I don't know. I didn't hate that scene. It just went on forever. Like, and then I just, I was it makes bored. sense with the explanation of like writing the names in the walls. And here's the thing that confused me. Okay, so you know how she just like summons all of the serial killers at the same time sometimes. Yeah. Randomly out of nowhere, this witch girl. Why did they treat the girl? What was her name? The young girl who. Went nuts and killed a bunch of people. You know who I'm talking about? And yeah. she was always treated like the baddest of all of them. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, especially in the third one, 1994 part two, where they uh, they bring her back. Even though she's the only one who we've seen one of our characters, like, aptly defend themselves yeah. against. <laughs> True. Like, in the first one, he, like, right. holds her. Like, he, he still gets help, but, like... He holds all the other, all yeah. the other times we see anyone else, it's like they but instantly get killed. Comes by them. In, they're like, "Oh my god, it's her!" Yeah, and it's like you have, you barely set her up. You've like <laughs> mentioned her briefly throughout three movies. Yeah, to be, I mean, the singing was that was a like that when was you, just when Friday you hear it. That was, I mean, that was a cool or Friday. It was Nightmare on Elm Street. It was the same. Yeah, it was like it was like okay, that's kind of that's kind of neat. But like she shows up after everyone else is already. Like, all these other serial yeah. killers are already around, so why am I scared of this person all of a sudden? I wasn't necessarily scared at all through any of them, no. either. No. These movies are they not were, scary. They weren't scary. They're just big reference-heavy movies. Another, okay. When they name the girl Sam, and then they show, like, a girl and a guy. Yeah. And, you and like, they thought that was so clever that everyone was yeah, going to think it was like, the guy. They thought they Oh, were... you didn't think it would be lesbians, did you? And <laughs> they it's thought like, they were being so clever. They do that in everything. So yeah. it's not like it is... It's, it's not clever. Every show has a lesbian or a gay couple now. And especially like, on Netflix. Especially Netflix, my goodness. But, like, they acted like it was this huge thing in their movie, and it's like... And it's it was, not supposed uh, to be a surprise. It's supposed to be a normal thing. They, they thought it. I mean? They thought it was really clever. They thought it was. They thought it was yeah. clever, and it wasn't. It wasn't. At all. <laughs> but they just assumed everyone watching is a terrible person that can't think like. I don't know. That doesn't think it would be a lesbian couple. And, I don't know. Okay, what and then be? by the end of the film, we're supposed to really care about because I don't even remember why at this point, but. Oh, right, like there's a car accident. For some reason, they're trying to kill Sam. Sam touched the bones of right. the witch. Which doesn't really make sense once you find out what's really going on. Why they so would be after her. So the sheriff her. is trying to kill Sam. Sending all the ghouls and ghosts after her. And Sarah... Fear. Geller. Sarah Fear. <laughs> they thought that was clever too. They this did. Sarah Fear thing. They she's trying to help them because she's actually the same actress as yeah. the other girl. That's the nuts. No, but uh, <laughs> that stupid. that confused me for a bit. But it was fine. It's and it's okay. So we're supposed to care about her, even though we've watched two people. Just get killed trying to protect her? Brutally murdered. Why? Just, just sacrifice the one person. Yeah, I I'm, agree. Like, why, and why are we supposed to care? And move to a rich town. And like, I don't know. <laughs> you're in high school. Like, you have time to find somebody else. Uh, yeah. Also, not to mention, this main character girl was an asshole through the whole movie <laughs> yeah. and didn't redeem herself at all. No. So she just all, came off as a bitch. All the characters and, are so unlikable that yeah. I don't care about any of them at all. They're just annoying. And then there's like the nerd kid from... What was that show? It was on like YTV. The Haunted Hathaways. That's what it was called. That's what that, that young kid is from. This and then even in the first movie, they tease. They're like, so who's this first guy? The priest Solomon or whatever. And he's like, he cut out the kid's eyeballs. And it's like, you could have saved that twist for the third one. Yeah, we'll, we'll and it would have been that. a lot more shocking. We'll get to that later. Fuck. But like the fact that every... The, the fact that all of the movies to come have been spoiled in this first one. Exactly. There's not even anything surprising happening. Like, and you know exactly what's going to happen in the next All those serial killers coming back at the same time feels like something you build up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Infinity War wasn't the first movie Marvel did. And they're saying this is supposed to be the new MCU version of horror movies or some shit like that. But you don't just throw the whole thing at it in the first, second, and third yeah. movie. It gets like, holy it fuck, gets that tired. is just the exact same thing. 
Yeah. The third one was real different, though, compared to the first two. It was, well, for Diff- part of it. It was like a witch ripoff. That was like the first half of it. But yeah, we'll get to the third one. Cause... Yeah, then 1994 part two, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so the rest of 94, apparently none of these kids have parents. Or yeah, anything. that was my big question, too. <laughs> and they live in a town, they live next to a town called Sunnyvale, and there's not a single Trailer Park Boys yeah. reference the entire time in a movie that's basically just also, references. Sunnyvale and Shady Side. Like, but they another they thought they were really clever. They, well, I got this is all out of R. L. Stein's book. I don't and R. L. Stein is never like the most clever <laughs> author. I mean, I liked her horror stories because they didn't scare the pants off me when I was a child. And like okay, there's like they're all complaining because like they can't leave this town, which I'm like I'm sorry, I can't turn my brain off that much that you can't just get up and move to the next town. <laughs> it's not that hard to move towns. They're like, we're cursed. <laughs> Everyone here is poor and on drugs. And we can't and get out. it's not our fault. And it's like, the, I don't know what they're trying to say, that the rich cursed everyone. Like, what's the metaphor for it? Okay. I don't know. Okay, so before we get too much far into this, I'm just going to say, if there was an attempt at social commentary in this movie, in these movies, which I think there was, it's yeah. so embarrassing that I'm going to pretend that it didn't to their credit. True. Okay? Because if, if they were trying, which I think they were, it's so embarrassing and awful and... It's not good. Like, laughably stupid that it so makes these bad level. movies a hundred times worse. So I'm just going to pretend that they weren't even trying to make any kind of statement. Yeah. Because... Well, we'll get into the second one. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't totally These just keep getting worse, but... This this this, this, this first one, movie is the worst one. I think. Yeah, by far. It just me. the this, whole time it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. This one I would also group with 1994 Part Two in the third movie. Yeah, as I would my agree. Least favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ni- 94 Part Two I think is the worst. The worst of the yeah, whole thing. I agree. But I agree. But oh, this movie is. It's it's not good. Yeah, I give it like I a four. I'm gonna give this one a four. I have this one out of three. I think they used a song, an Offspring song, that might have been 94 Part 2, but it got me going for a second. That was like the only thing. This first one, the lighting is pretty good in this first one. Yeah. The lighting's not bad, but uh, let's see. I wrote a note here. It says, this film is not scary, fun, well-made, well-acted, well-written, well-directed, funny, at least intentionally, original, or creative. This film is (laughs) well-lit and boring. (laughs) I love that. Those are my positive things to say. (laughs) Okay, on to 1978, which in my opinion is the best of the three. I think this one is just slightly better, but pretty much just as bad as the other one. I think it has some of the same problems. I I liked the Sadie Sink and whatever that other actress's name is as the sisters. I thought when they died, it was almost died. It was a pretty decent scene. Better I mean, than anything in the first movie. Yeah, they, the I don't know. The music was a little better. Whatever girl they got to be uh, 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 Allison Brie ripoff. Yeah. Because um, they clearly couldn't get her. True. Um, <laughs> that's clearly what they were going for. Was This whole series felt like uh, somebody watched Stranger Things, and then they even got Sadie Sink. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> and then, like, Gillian Jacobs shows up <laughs> from Community. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To, right. to play like the older version. I forgot about that. Um, and she doesn't really do anything. She dies, doesn't she? She dies and then gets brought back to life. Right. Which we were told in the first movie, so it wasn't a surprise at all. No, doesn't she die as an old lady too, or no? Uh, or is there just no consequences at the end of this? No, remember she, she joins them in 94 Part 2 yeah. in the big fight. And then... What happens to her? She is the one. She she has the the final fight with the with the police officer because remember sheriff they had a, good they they thought they were so clever because they had like a history together at summer camp yeah and they talked for twenty minutes yeah they talked for twenty minutes they kissed were, they kissed they were both even though he <laughs> killed everyone in that yeah. camp he saved her he was like I got you and he gave her like a chest pump. Also, like, no way CPR was going to save her. She got struck by an axe, like, six times. Like, that slow-mo scene, they're just getting hacked apart, and he just runs up, and he's like, CPR! And she's like, 
No, that's like <laughs> when the ape got up and rampage. You know what I mean? Um, and I would I'd say the golden rule of film is. Uh, show don't tell and this movie does the opposite <laughs> that's true it does it's <laughs> like exposition to explain every single thing we've just been shown or are about to be shown um which slows the pacing down you makes know, it insufferable what was that app they released with like the five second tv show not five second but like five minute tv shows quibi quibi people who like quibi <laughs> will like this this movie trilogy. Yeah. they'll think it's the greatest thing ever yeah, there. If you can't really pay attention to a movie, fuck, you're in for a treat. This movie was predictable, first of all, and then, and it told you everything then, yeah, that would happen. We already from knew the, first the main movie. plot. Yeah, we were told the, the main. You plot. started at the end. It's so stupid. They started at the what felt like should have been the last movie, moved to the what was always going to be the middle movie, and then suddenly made. What felt like it should have been a flashback in this trilogy with 1994 Part 2 tacked on. And it does, it's not even clever. It literally no. just goes, ching, 1994 Part 2. And you're like, what the fuck? I yeah. didn't even like 1994. Um, yeah, this this one... This is... And then there's... The, there's the short-haired this girl in, the in this one, tolerable. who I think is the worst actor in, in the trilogy, though. Oh yeah. Um, I don't remember what her story was. I like just saw this thing. Don't. I, these are movies are so forgettable. Like, she had some sob story too. Right. Um, because they all Didn't have sob she stories. Didn't she die in the shitter when they were talking or whatever? Or like no? uh, below it, I think. Right. She died below it, maybe. Or I actually no, because she comes up. She gets trapped in there, and then they bring. She comes up, and then she gets killed. Right. By. By Tommy. I thought Tommy was the most interesting of all the killers. Yeah. For sure. But the I first mean... one was a nothing. <clears throat> Tommy Slater kind of creeped me out a little when he's just walking around with his axe and that like smile more than anybody else. But, but uh... also, randomly, it would show that little kid with a mask smashing things with a mallet. Do you remember that guy? That, it confused, what one was that? It was just like, I... Sometimes there'd just be a little kid walking up like bam bam just fucking mulching something with a mallet. What annoyed me about him having like the bag over his head in this movie is that they clearly just did that because he was in ninety four and they wanted it to be like a surprise. Yeah. And it's like So then in one scene she shoves a bag <laughs> yeah, on his so head randomly, and he's like he just gets I'm running with it. <laughs> he just doesn't take I'm it off. I'm not taking it off. <laughs> I can't see a thing. I'm um, gonna be daredevil. I'd say this movie is pretty much just as bad. It's not as well lit, but it does feature more scantily clad women. That's so true. it also ends up as a 3 out of 10 for me. I would give this one a solid 5 out of 10. Wow. Moving on to the next one. 1666. The Witch Part 2 slash 1994 Part 2. Yeah. Um, uh, this was my favorite one. Was the first half of this movie? The first half the felt 16, like they tried harder part. than any other. Yeah, it's not good, but it was watchable. Trilogy. It was yeah. a watchable thing. It was like the director saw The Witch and was like, yeah. "Yes, I'm doing that." But then, like, they had suffered brain damage or something right. and completely <laughs> failed. <laughs> I thought when all the children's eyes got cut, that was an impactful moment, but it was ruined by the earlier yeah. movie. We knew it happened, and the the scene wasn't like presented in any kind right. of suspenseful. Or shocking way. And I get that they just used all the characters or the actors from 1994 in this older movie and 78. Yeah. This older movie. But it just felt cheaper. Yeah. It felt, yeah, it felt really like there's, I guess it was trying to show her character. Yeah. Like all these people she recognizes so it's more impactful. But like, why didn't they do it for the second one if they were going to do it for the third one? And like, yeah, it felt like... Because they got Sadie Sink for the second one it, and the third one until they cut her eyes out. It felt like little kids playing dress-up. Oh, for sure. Like, it didn't feel like an actual genuine folk... Except for Sheriff Good, when he had yeah. that beard on him. He yeah, was the only he was, one that seemed Yeah, he like, was actually, I agree. He was decent. But the rest of them felt like little kids playing dress-up, yeah. and it was stupid, but... I thought the main actress of the whole trilogy wasn't very good. She... Or not even that she wasn't good. Maybe she wasn't given the right things to work with. But her character was always mean. Yeah. Never her, redeemed herself. Yeah. Yep. Too loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super 
like just trying to be an anti-hero or something. Yeah, I have no she was idea. so unlikable. Nothing. She's not. It was not a good performance, and like, yeah, you just don't care is the problem. Yeah. Like you string us along for three movies. I don't care about any of the characters at all. So I'm and not scared if I don't care. Like making movies in a week. <laughs> what the fuck? Like you're releasing a whole trilogy. You're trying to change the game, I guess. But I don't know. I didn't think it was worth it. Yeah, these movies, like a lot of shots, especially in this third one, felt like they were shot just to be in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, and like this was a great, sure. these movies had great trailers. They did. And, yeah. and but like there's a lot of stuff that was like, that literally just feels like it exists the first to be in the trailer. trailer. 1978, when that kid dies. Mm -hmm. first person tommy kills felt like yeah it was you just randomly feels like you're watching the trailer while you're watching the movie and you're like whoa and then okay the weirdest thing in all these movies is like her dad who we've never seen before in any of the other movies that that dads exist so shocking revelation dads exist in this universe and turns out she had a mom who died and then we get like this weird like nature montage like they thought they were Terrence Malick for 30 seconds. Like, they're, like, panning over, like, trees right. and fields and, like, creeks and stuff. <laughs> Talking about her mom, who we don't care about, and is never brought up before or after, like, at all. It makes no sense. I don't <laughs> see where they set up a universe. A lot of people were saying this, or they were saying, this is going to be the new Marvel Version like version of horror movies, it'll be a whole universe. But I'm not interested in anything. You showed it all. You showed no. it all already. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Make a movie about that little kid with the hammer hitting stuff? <laughs> like, you use the same shot in three different movies. It's yeah. the kid with the mask walking up and like smacking his hammer on something, and then that was it. He barely. I don't think he attacked anyone. No. These. This is. These movies. And then they're like, oh no, scary. it's the girl. <laughs> like, I don't really know what they were going for. Because, like, they aren't scary. They aren't, like, and, like, I was like, oh, okay, are they, like, just, like, fun slashers? No, because they're not fun. The second one was the only one I had fun watching. Yeah, I didn't at all. Um, so, like, okay, they're not. They're, I it didn't doesn't, at all. <laughs> doesn't, not at all. Fuck that. It doesn't feel like they're going for fun or scary. So, like, I don't even know what the, what I'm supposed to be right. getting out of them. Yeah, I didn't get anything out of them. Like, I, I just sat there bored for, like, four hours, five, five and a half hours was this whole thing together? Oh, my goodness. Something I wasted sad. five, like, almost six That's hours. That's like one Lord of the Rings movie. These things, these were miserable. I had a miserable time watching these. I hope, I hope we can save anyone from watching them. Yeah, but, don't. Well, don't okay, watch so them. let's say... The first half of this movie, which was the 1666 part, what would you give just the 1666 part out of 10? A 5. If I, I liked it less than I liked... No, I'd give it a 4. Yep. Yeah. Because I, I like 78 more. Like I, I can't yeah. give 78 any more than a 5. I have this one at a 4.5. Maybe I'll, I'll lower... I'll lower 94 to a 3. I really had no fun in that movie. No. Except for the one scene where the Offspring song played. And I was like, you gotta keep them separated. Yeah, that's a great song. It's a great song. But, it... but every scene was a new song. It felt like somebody put their Spotify playlist on yeah. while they were watching Fear Street. It was fucked. Um, okay, and then we get to 94 Part 2, which... Sucked. Is the worst, worst of all of them. The janitor was actually the only likable character in any of the movies, though. Right. We finally get our first likable character. Uh, about, what is it, about five hours into yeah. these movies now, we get our first likable character, who is a janitor who, for some reason, agrees to help them fight uh, mystical monsters. Gotta believe. Um... um yeah, this was this this part was embarrassing that this was a major release. This is how bad this was to yeah. me. Like I couldn't believe a major release is stretch. It's Netflix. It's, but I mean, this was a I big Netflix release. Yeah. I mean, Netflix is a major it's major, now. major distributor, and this was a big film for them. Like, <laughs> okay, their plan is to get squirt guns 
filled with blood and then lay trails and then shoot it at the guy to get the monsters to kill the police officer who's the bad guy behind it but he's named sheriff good okay but he's not like a mythical monster who they can't kill why don't they just shoot him this in this movie somebody says the line good is bad (laughs) exactly that line it blew my mind I was like, holy fuck, how old... It's a rated R movie that's written for seven-year-olds. That's exactly what this is. And it's crazy. And for some reason, they feel like they need to lure this guy into a shopping mall and squirt blood at him to get his own monster. He's not a fucking mystical creature. They live in Ohio. Go to a gun store. Go to Walmart, for fuck's sakes. (laughs) There's probably one in the shopping mall. Go get a gun. And shoot this guy. It's like, this is, he didn't have to make this whole squirt gun plan. Like, I guess he's a cop, but like he's the only cop I saw. And then they, they one of the cops that got killed, they stole his gun. Oh yeah, <laughs> just shoot this guy. And then they used it to like shoot at the monsters. Oh my god. Shoot the things that are ghosts. <laughs> just summoned from like the earth or whatever. But not the dude with flesh. And heartbeat. Fuck. <laughs> This is oh. ridiculous. Like a few things were just so like when they put the bag over Tommy Sleater's head and literally didn't take it off. And yeah, okay. So each of the good kids are forced to just be devil worshippers. Bad. Like, why would you just be like, oh yeah, I'm good with that. Like, yeah. And like, okay, here's their great ambition. Man, they're gonna rule this town. He's gonna be the sheriff, and his brother's gonna be the mayor of a small town <laughs> in Ohio. Small Ohio town. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> worth a mass murder every fucking three years or whatever. These are the Holy least crap. ambitious devil worshippers of all time. Like, what? <laughs> that's your master plan? Oh. <clears throat> make your idiot brother the mayor and make <laughs> you the sheriff. Which you could have had the job as sheriff anyway because his dad was already, already a devil worshipper who was the sheriff. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard to run for mayor in a small town and win. Like, I'm pretty sure last time, our last mayor race in our small town went uncontested. <laughs> like, <laughs> run for mayor, it's not that hard. Just don't murder a bunch of kids at a summer camp. Uh, and like, okay, we see, we see Britta from Community. Right. She shoots the gun. She shoots it really accurately. Yeah. It's not, it's like, those aren't that easy to shoot if you've never shot a handgun before. Right. She's like Jamie Lee Curtis. So I imagine she's probably shot a handgun before. She probably owns a handgun. Why didn't she bring a gun with them? Well. She had to steal one from a dead cop. they had the plan (laughs) devised by Einstein to bring the squirt guns. I forgot Urkel came up with a great idea. Urkel. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this movie thought it was so clever, and <laughs> it was like, oh, this it was, was literally so... a seven-year-old targeted movie, but they gave oh. it an R rating, and it felt like it felt like something you watch on Disney Channel, like The Descendants or some yeah. shit, and then suddenly someone gets their head chopped off, and you're like, holy fuck, like that was brutal, and this feels like a kids show. It's <laughs> great. It's like Riverdale if people got eviscerated in a fucking meat grinder. Uh, I'm going to say that 94 part 2, I'm going to give it a 3. I'm giving it a 2. I think it's worse, probably worse than the other two, but I at least had a, like, this was so bad that it was good. I'm giving it a 2 because I was kind of enjoying 1666. Yeah. And then suddenly, it literally made that noise like a trailer. Yeah. Yeah, 1994 part 2. And I'm like, yeah, okay. so my rating for the 66 as a whole is a 4. Okay. Uh, so you take 94 part 2 and 66 together, which was the last so movie. So 3, 4, 5. 2, 3, 4, 5 for me, if we're at counting 94 part 2. I'm at a 3, 3, 4. 3, 3, 4. And uh, as a whole, I would, I'd give the whole trilogy a, a 3 together i i can't even bump it to a three and a half for that last one being a little better it's it's it yeah un, it's terrible i can't believe this was i give it a th- major thing yeah, that came out three maybe three and a half i i couldn't it believe just, it it just wasn't good <sighs> yeah but luckily next we have a movie that is at least 
a little bit funny and introduces very likable characters. Yeah. Black and Widow. finally sends off Scarlett Johansson, who obviously didn't want to be Black Widow anymore. <laughs> and then sued Disney. And then sued Disney as soon as she got it. Oh. She's, but she's, she's this so is dumb. Black Widow. Everybody. Black Widow, which AKA I... A.K.A. Florence Pugh's introduction <clears throat> to the MCU, which is, I'm still convinced, it's the only reason they made this movie. Which I'm I'm actually sad I'm not mad about at it because she was great. I like okay. She was she was like the best part of the movie. But her and David Harbour. Does that mean that I'm gonna have to sit through Florence Pugh not making good movies for the next five years That's like I did true. with Scarlett Johansson? But we get Scarlett Johansson back, so it's yeah, like, it's, it's a trade off. It's a trade. Like I'm so tired of seeing Scarlett Johansson half assing it in Marvel movies, and only having time to. Do like a couple good movies a year because she's like legitimately insanely talented. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm tired of seeing her in these movies. So this was this was a win win. Sure was. That this was a solid movie, and Except she's done with it. The last twenty minutes. Yeah, we'll get to that. But let's let's start. We'll start at the beginning. We get an opening scene with a plane taking off. The, that whole Ohio scene was badass. That was great. I was back in an IMAX theater <laughs> with the Marvel quality action. The only thing... David Harbour shooting off the yeah. fucking wing of an airplane. Yeah. God, it was just so cool. The only thing I'm, I'm like a little questioning, which, I mean, this is a goofy superhero movie, so maybe this is silly, but, like, why would the USSR, after the like collapse of the soviet union so it's just russia at this point like do they really care to be still engaging in all this weird cold war nonsense well they had no they were stealing the technology for the mind control yeah for which black yeah again which is like why would the ussr which is just russia at this point but it's like treating it like it's still like because like... russia is bad if america <laughs> made it bad like it just like it just it's, it's an American movie, Jake. Russia is a foreign, scary place, I'm, and that's it. I'm just like, why wouldn't you set the movie a few years earlier, where this nope. made more sense? No matter what, Russia is always scary. <laughs> Russia, if you live in the United States, it's like, the Russians. Just, just like take your movie and say that this happened. I don't even remember when the opening scene was. It, it was... had to happen between Civil War. Yeah, but the opening scene no didn't. <laughs> The opening True. scene could have, was like I don't remember it was was it like ninety, see something I don't even the remember. The opening scenes in like the nineties, and then the movie takes place after Civil War, and then the post credit scene takes place after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think. Yeah. So what the f- you're jumping around a lot here. And then okay, and then we have Black Widow who had like different colored hair as a kid because they're yep. trying to surprise us. Make it a surprise that, oh, that's Black Widow, even though if you had half a brain cell, you You figured it out. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Um, uh, And then we have Florence Pugh violently murdering someone. Right. (laughs) With no blood, because this is a PG-13 movie. And then she cracks the vial. Yeah. There is no... They show Florence Pugh being a Black Widow for like... Literally three seconds before a vial is cracked in her face, and she's like, "She's a good guy now." Yep. <laughs> so that's a good thing, though, because she was very good as a good guy. Um, kind of black widowed. And we have Scarlett Johansson, who's who's got the vials now, right? Yep. Because and... they were sent to her at her trailer with yeah. her British friend. She's getting chased and gets into a fight scene with Taskmaster. Which, oh man, did they ever fuck up Taskmaster, man? It was it was impossible to get Taskmaster no, right not. for the movies. It's it is such an easy thing. But you can't just put Taskmaster from the comic books in the movies. It's too silly. It's too silly. Like a That's, skeleton yeah. man who perfect has like the superpower to perfectly mimic someone but is too also, silly. So I get why they had to change, you know especially with the just, type of movie they were doing. You know look, who looks just like Taskmaster to me, but is also <laughs> coming out in another Marvel thing? Gordon Lightfoot? <laughs> no. <laughs> Moon Knight. Moon Knight and Taskmaster are both hooded with like the skull yeah. kind of all white usually. I don't know, this Taskmaster was different. I didn't mind it, 
But it was just the fact that, like, I didn't care about the whole blowing up the daughter thing. Yeah, the twist with it was, like, eh. Yeah. But, I mean, I get I get why they, why they changed it because of, like, the style of movie they were trying to make. Like, they're trying to go for, like, more of a spy movie and having a skeleton man who mimics people just True. didn't really fit with it. So, like, I... They could have just left it out, but they yeah. Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3'd the movie. <laughs> I agree. They shouldn't have... There shouldn't have been a Taskmaster, but I... For this movie, I understand why they did it the way they did it. But then Scarlett Johansson escapes in the water. Right. She has... Okay. Taskmaster has a magic visor that can perfect, perfectly mimic people's moves, but it doesn't have an infrared camera in it. No, it does not. <laughs> like, this is a world where Iron Man exists, so, like, any technology is possible, and you have a magic visor that doesn't have... By the have last movie, Iron Man was literally camera. just nanobots. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Iron Man's suit will take too long to put on in this scene. <laughs> Make it so that it just appears. Yeah. Um, so that didn't really make sense, but whatever. And then we get Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh's first scene together, which is pretty good. It's pretty funny. Um, and then a kind of forgettable action scene where they're like escaping. Right. They're like, oh my God, Widows. they're here. They followed us. And Spy the, stuff. And then Run one out the like window. drops from a building. It, I feel like I saw the Winter Soldier do the exact same thing in a foreign country. In the yeah. Marvel movie, but. That was equally as boring as this one. That Like that yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, and then we get. What I think is maybe the best scene in the movie, Red Guardian Prison Break. Oh my goodness. Which feels like a level from Call of Duty. Like, we, we, so we saw good. this together. I leaned over and was like, yeah. Isn't this a Call of Duty level? It was. Like, there's, it looks there's... like the MW2 map. Yeah. It was great. And uh, uh, David Harbour. He's I, just arm I wrestling fools. Him. I loved him as the Red Guardian. He thinks he's this badass super <laughs> yeah. soldier, but he yeah. loses all his fights. And he's like always trying to be sincere, but he comes off as such an asshole. And, thinks, and I just, I think he nails it. He thinks he's like best friends with Captain America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like they're, they're also like rivals. Like, oh, <laughs> it's so great. Funny. Um, yeah, that that prison break was great. It's it's like funny. It's a pretty well made action movie. Uh, we get an avalanche. Yeah, out of nowhere. Pretty cool way to die. That was a great line. That was a good line, yeah. And then later, when yeah. <laughs> way less cool way to die. So yeah, I think for my money, that's that's the best scene in the movie. Is is the prison yeah. break? Um, I'm... Well, that or when Scarlett Johansson smashes her nose to <laughs> the smell barrier, or whatever. I thought that was kind of badass, but it, it was kind of a stupid concept. <laughs> like if you ridiculous. smell my pheromones, you can't punch me. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Pheromones, <laughs> just a gross word <clears throat> in a Marvel movie. All right, uh, we go to Rachel Weisz's house after that. Who's right, the mom in this kind of family, family unit. Uh, she who, calls the popo. This, on them. this actually, this is maybe the best part in the movie because this is like the best character moments. Yeah, we get for sure. all four of them. We really get, we get like, especially for a Marvel movie, I'd say this is pretty good character work. And it's a, and then they just kill Black Widow. But they already killed Black Widow, so they will never be. Hopefully, they can reunite the three without Scarlett Johansson. Again. Yeah, I'm hoping. But okay, are we supposed to believe that Scarlett Johansson is Rachel Weisz's daughter? They're they're like yeah, they're close to the same age. They're like okay, it's like 14 years different, I think. But like Rachel Weisz yeah. is pretty good looking for her age. Like True. she's pretty young looking. Like and Florence Pugh is like half her age. It's, it's, it's but Florence Pugh looks a little younger. Yeah, Florence Pugh's like twenty five. Yes, no, she looks her age. And Rachel Weisz is like fifty. Yeah, so that's possible. That makes sense. And then yeah. Scarlett Johansson is like thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, these two are not sisters, and that is not that one's mom. But David Harbour might be all of their dads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we get a, we get like, an example of like the magic controlling 
stuff with a with a pig. With a pig, yeah. Is that supposed to be an animal farm reference? Because they're like maybe like yeah, they're from Russia. Maybe communist but Russia. I don't know if Marvel lets people think that deep. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like I've I'm curious if that's what they're going for. I have no idea. Um, and then we get to the flying base in the sky. <laughs> oh, why can't you find it? This is why you can't find it. And then it's a giant flying base. Nobody accidentally flew by one time. Not even once. Yeah. Like, it's like, no, the U.S. doesn't have satellites or spy planes. Nothing could spot this massive space base in the atmosphere because plot protection, I guess. And they call it the Red Room, which just makes me think of Twin Peaks. And then... Somehow, Scarlett Johansson becomes like Iron Man without the suit on (laughs) and survives the crashing of a fucking space base. Oh, you forgot the part where she... Breaks her nose. Where she breaks her nose and they rip their faces off like they're Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, they Mission Impossible them. (laughs) And he's like, I'd recognize the eyes of somebody (laughs) I raised and you can't hit me because of the smell. And then she's like, well... I'll break my nose and then and then all the black widows come in and she does that cool like break of the vial. Couldn't she stand like really far away and shoot him? Yeah. (laughs) Or just plug your nose and then beat the absolute snot out of him. Yeah, like man, too bad I got a head cold this week. (laughs) Man. This guy did not think this through. Yeah, she really I guess she could have done a lot of things rather than just sever the nerve. Or whatever it is. Yeah, the end is like really dumb action and really on the nose social commentary. Oh, and then Taskmaster at the end. Yeah. They have like a two second fucking fight falling in the rubble, and then she just like smashes a vial on the ground. Yeah. And, and then, then here's the thing Taskmaster wasn't, I didn't think she was under mind control. I thought she was mad because Black Widow tried to fucking assassinate her. <laughs> like, that was the plot. But then the, she breaks the vial and she's like, I forgive you. And it's like, what? She still tried to murder you, and you were collateral. Like, you're, you still have the motive to try to kill Black Widow. There should be no reason to stop right now. And then it turns out it was, like, an actual talented actress who they had under that suit the whole yeah. time for some reason. Like, why, why would you make her do that? It's like as Iron Man went on, they slowly showed Iron Man with his suit on more and more because Robert Downey got so much money. Yeah. And then, yeah, so the end is dumb. Um, and then there's a post credit scene where Elaine shows up. I have no idea what that was about. You haven't seen Because I, I haven't seen Winter, Winter Soldier. Which, okay. This she sh- shows up for a few seconds to recruit John Walker. So they're going to have like a Dark Avenger. This show, shit. this movie is supposed to come out before that show. So. Oh, okay. True. Um, even if I had seen that show, I'm going to pretend that I have no idea why Elaine is showing up. Um, but, uh cool i guess she, there's gonna be she, no she shows up to tell her to hunt hawkeye so yeah. now florence Pugh is they confirm yeah. she'll be in hawkeye yeah which so. is kind of cool that makes me want to watch hawkeye more and hopefully julia louis dreyfus is gonna hang around she'll hang around she's gonna she's, she's gonna great. be a big one at least a little like the bad nick fury maybe <clears throat> the new nick fury i don't know i just hope that they let her do something funny because she's funny well she was pretty funny in falcon and the winter soldier um, yeah, but Florence Pugh is delightful. Yeah, she was really good. David Harbour is steals the movie. Absolutely. David Harbour steals most of the things. Like, the entire cast was good. Oh, yeah. No complaints. Like, this is a Scar great was, cast. was, like, the least believable of the whole cast, though. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, so I'm going to steal this from Red Letter Media, but... Quiz time. Do we think that the bad guy looks more like Harvey Weinstein or Martin Scorsese? <laughs> it's a mix of both. Who were they taking a dig at there? Because obviously, you mean, he looks like Harvey Weinstein. He's obviously oh, yeah. Weinstein, but do you, do you think the, the hairstyle and glasses... Maybe. You think they're, they're pissed like, off? you want to shit on us, Martin <laughs> Scorsese? We're going to make you a weird Russian pedophile. <laughs> you'll, you'll see. You don't fuck with Disney. <laughs> And then Martin Scorsese makes another great film and puts everyone to shame. Sure. But he makes them really fucking long. He does get at it quick, you know? They, they just keep getting longer in his old age. I know. And I'm totally down with it. The more Martin Scorsese footage I can get at this sure. point in his career, the better. Uh, I, don't, I don't need him to cut him down, down for my sake. 
You'll watch a ten-hour cut of whatever Martin Scorsese yeah. puts out. <clears throat> we need we need more Martin Scorsese out there, not we less. Do. do you want to make a director's cut of The Irishman that's three hours longer? Oh, I'm, I'm here for you, Marty. No, that was the director's <clears throat> cut. Uh, yeah, but I would say this is actually, in my opinion, one of the funnier Marvel movies. Yeah, I which, agree. Like they're all like this and comedic, was but fun. like, like I wouldn't say it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. No great and funny but like this yeah it was surprised me how funny this was i have a feeling i'm gonna <clears throat> so far it's the best superhero movie i've seen all year but it's also the only <laughs> so it's about to be knocked out of place by suicide squad i can already tell you that <laughs> um <laughs> scarlett cool. johansson should have died like a hundred times in this movie oh for sure fallen th- she had plot armor on and like nobody nobody in this movie uses guns or True. any long range weapon, they all like nope, attack Florence each other. Pugh aims at that girl with <laughs> yeah, the sniper. That's true. But then decides to run <laughs> instead of maybe waiting for a shot, runs through the rooftops to take her out. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, Good movie. Su- 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 movie. Super poses. Super poses. Are you pro, pro or con on super poses? If, if you're a superhero, don't actually. Yeah, pose. You got to pose. Yeah? You got to have a good pose. I agree. Spider-Man's landing, where he does like the backflip into the... Yeah, I'm on board for super oh, yeah. poses. Oh, yeah. I, I'm Superman flying through the sky. I'd say that's one. His like... I, I guess nobody can see me right now. <laughs> 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 oh. Fuck. Well, uh... But, uh, yeah. I, I also think movie. this movie had like some really like subtle commentary about like the USSR. Like just like some subtle jokes about it, right. of like people who like like people who can't let go, especially type of thing. Like True. David Harbor is like he's got like yeah. Karl Marx tattooed across yeah. his hands. <laughs> he's just this loser nobody who thinks he's this great. Yeah, he's this great Russian thing. Hero. <clears throat> but this is I would say it was like mid tier Marvel, yeah. but I had a great time. I had a great time. As I'm well. gonna give it a six out of ten, and oh, well, I go for a seven. I, for sure. Yeah, I had a great time. I I I recommend people see this one. Um, it even blew a speaker right out of the theater. Yeah, it blew we a speaker it. in our theater and and made the movie extremely hard to listen to for about ten minutes. But it fixed it. <clears throat> so, is this the best movie of the year? No, but if you want to have some fun at a movie theater, now that Suicide Squad is out, I haven't even seen it yet. I'd rather go see Suicide Squad. But, but like, if it's between it. if it's between this and the new M Night movie, don't rent <laughs> it on your home TV. Might not be as worth it. I'd say it's probably better to see it in theater. Or wait for it to come out for free. Yeah, it's nothing groundbreaking. No, but nothing I mean, like. If you watch Loki, it's gonna do more for the MCU than this movie will. But, but like, if you like Marvel movies. You'll like this movie. Yeah. If you're someone who doesn't really like them, this isn't going to change your mind. Exactly. So, I mean, go into it knowing that we're doing Bo Burnham's Inside. Bo Burnham's Inside. I liked it. I do not like this movie. This special, this thing. This depressing, yet funny. I'm I'm just... I know... It was very entertaining. I was very entertained. I know I'm going to be in, like, the vast minority here, but I am not a huge fan of Bo Burnham's specials, I'll say. Uh, I'll say this one, I think, was one of my least favorites of his. I have seen all of them, and I don't know why I keep watching them. I don't really enjoy any of them, but I I just keep trying him because, like, everyone loves him. Everyone keeps telling me he's great. And I, I mean, I, I've liked him in other stuff. I just, I don't know. I think, okay. I, we'll, we'll get into it. I mean, for we're going to be dissecting comedy, which is like the least fun thing to do in the world because that's just like how you ruin yeah. a joke. But I mean, I think it's important to to get into when we're talking about stuff like this. But we'll start with the stuff that I liked. And the stuff that you liked, which is probably more. I liked most of it. Because um, I thought this movie did look great. 
It was awesome lighting. He oh, kept yeah. moving the camera around. Nice camera, kept it interesting. And he, was using yeah. it, and he was directing well. To keep one room that fresh. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was a great job. And, I don't know, I liked the music. I liked the jokes. I yeah. felt bad for Bo Burnham for, like, 50% of the movie. I laughed he also has a lot of three times. Sitting at home. So. Yeah. I laughed three times. I thought three things were funny. White Woman's Instagram. White Woman's Instagram was a funny song. It was a great song. I liked... When I think it was in the opening or the second song, he had a, a whiteboard behind him, and there was a Venn diagram with Malcolm X and Weird right. Al with him in the middle. Right. That got me. That was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> and then he got me with one line. I don't even remember what song this was from, but he said that his dick looked like the baby from Eraserhead, yeah. <laughs> and that made me laugh. Um, <clears throat> I also thought that there was, that was a couple it. songs I liked as songs yeah i like i'm, I'm not a fan feeling. of that style of music like, at all so but uh i even like first of all i don't really like comedy music that much and i really i don't like kind of like the poppy piano right kind of just like i don't know it's just what everyone on the internet who makes comedy songs Makes it this exact same style of music. True. Which I just really don't click with. Um, so eh, I I could really take or leave most of the songs. Um, it's not like they were like annoying to me though. It's not like, I mean, there's some like there's some music, like some types of rap music that I would just have shut it off because it just like makes me annoyed. But is this kind of bored, I guess? Like, I didn't find any of the songs that funny. I thought a lot of them weren't that <clears throat> funny. I thought they were more sad than funny. Yeah. But the ones that hit, I didn't, hit pretty well. I I would say... I, I don't think it was his best special. I thought it was nope. different and entertaining and interesting. Um, I would say... I think me, it blew up too much on TikTok. Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense, every, too. Dude, every sound. I guess you don't have TikTok. I don't. But if but I like, scroll through TikTok, it was all over the internet. Bo everywhere. Burnham's song is every yeah sound on that app. Yeah, this and, was unavoidable. Oh God, on like the it's internet. good, but it's why does our generation think he's a fucking genius? Yeah, he's like, not a comedic genius. He's. <laughs> I think he's a good director. He's, he's and I think a talented he's a decent actor, fellow, and I think he's hilarious. But I don't think he's like a fucking prophet or something. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, everyone thinks he's. The second kind of <laughs> something, but... I would say, to me, like, this is the uh, type of, I, I would say, comedy or even just performance that I don't like, where it's, like, self-aware in, like, a bad way almost, where, like, he acts like he knows what he's doing is really stupid, but he secretly thinks, not even secretly, but, like, he thinks what he's doing is actually has value and is important. Like, he clearly put this out thinking like, oh yeah, people are going to get a profound thing well, a lot of people out of did. this. That's the yeah, thing. but to me, like, is like, you, but he acts like he's doing something just silly and for fun. Right. And it's like, okay, you can pick one or the other. It doesn't, True. It, for me, it's like, no, this doesn't work. You can't pretend that you're just doing this silly and fun and you don't know what you're doing when clearly you're doing this to try to be self-important or not even self necessarily, but important to something. Right? Like, he's trying to do something or say something with this. He's trying to put social... It's like a social which I'm okay with on the pandemic. <clears throat> which is like, with sure, special. you can do that, but don't act like you don't know you're doing that. Yeah. That's, that's like, to that me, that's sense. like, that's not... That doesn't work for me. It A lot of the emotional stuff, like, he has a breakdown that, like, that was so clearly staged. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, um, every, I, I think that was staged. It felt well. really staged to me. I was not... I bet you we had a breakdown in the quarantine <clears throat> if he stayed inside making that movie for a while. I don't think he caught it on camera. No. I think he obviously faked something. Yeah. Which, I mean... I can't say he wasn't going for sure. hard Sure. Uh, and, I mean, again, it's a special. Like, yeah. it's, all, it's fine if he fakes it. Like, what do I care? But, like, I'm not going to give him credit for performing like he's upset for... A few seconds like okay you're upset i don't i don't really care i'm over it um I'm over it. Thank <laughs> so, you. again and like he's a lot of his stuff is like social commentary stuff which for me social commentary comedy is usually a big swing and a miss for me um 
Yeah, this is not my thing. I thought that it was too long. Special. It was a little too long. Uh, for me, a good comedy special, like, cap it off at an hour. Yeah. Uh, buck I, 50, it was, it was stretching it a bit. I was, I was done at about the 45-minute mark. I was like, all right, this is overstated. It's welcome. And we just kept going on. There's a lot of shots <clears throat> that just sat on, like, a silent yeah. shot of Bo Burnham. And it was like, yeah, okay, this is a comedy special. Let's move like, it on. <sighs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. And like for me, I'm I'm of like the Norm Macdonald school of comedy type of thing where right where the comedian is like the jester and not the smart one. And even if you are the smartest person in the room, you should pretend that you're the dumbest. And that's just the type of thing that I find funny. Mm-hmm. Um whereas this is like he's going out and like trying to tell people like lecture people about stuff. And, like, not even in a negative way or anything. Like, do whatever you want to do. But for me, that kind of comedy coming from a almost intelligent looking down on people position. Right. It's just not what I find funny at all. True. I'm, I want to sit and listen to Norm MacDonald tell a joke about a moth for five minutes straight. <laughs> like, to me, that... That is hilarious and is better than anything Bo Burnham has and ever will do in his career. And I mean, that that's just where I line up comedically, you know? I think you just ruined comedy for yourself <laughs> by liking Norm MacDonald. <clears throat> it's, just, it's just like... And, like, I acknowledge Bo's a talented guy, obviously. Like, I didn't... I have nothing against him or people who like the special at all. Like, I have something against people who like the special. <laughs> you are allowed to like a comedy special. If you make Bo Burnham's inside your whole fucking personality, okay, go to hell. I don't care. Stop. Everybody on TikTok, stop. It's not that profound, okay? You should have thought that yourself before Bo Burnham told you to think it. Wait, are you telling me that my entire life isn't social media? It's not. I'd never Jake, even. I'd never even. Did put you it not together. listen to Bo Burnham? Before Bo Burnham, this thought had never even crossed my mind. I'm so glad he brought it up to everyone. <laughs> it, it's honestly like everyone on TikTok never had their own. It's like um, I'm I'm 13 this. and this is so deep. Yeah. Type of thing. But they're not 13. They're 21. <laughs> yeah. It's the same people that think Olivia Rodrigo's new album is like. <clears throat> The most groundbreaking music ever written. Oh, TikTok. Yeah. I, I inside. I'm. I wasn't huge on it. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. I still like the music, and I thought it was funny, but I agree that it was too long, and some things dragged out, and it was a little too sad. Cause like, I don't know about you, but during this pandemic, I didn't just. I sat inside for two months, but then I had to work. Like. I didn't get this big vacation where I got self-isolated and depressed. Like, yeah. I mean, that, it's just not how it works for me. Yeah, you know? I was working. Or... I guess if you're rich and you have lots of money and a cushy desk job, you got to sit at home. <clears throat> so, good on you, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's not as sappy for me. Yeah, I was whatever. Like, And I mean, even if I had been forced to sit around at home, like, that's like the ideal day for me. I love sitting yeah. at home by myself. Are you you're, kidding me? You're like a homebody, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> You come to a party and make sure you get home to your own bed every time. Pandemic sounds awesome. That's true. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I get to sit around in my house and do whatever I want all day? And sometimes, if you want it, the government will just give you $2,000 so you never have to go back to work. So but They're still giving you $2,000. So yeah, I again maybe it's just because I'm a weird antisocial creature and I don't sure. really click with people who who are like all breaking down because of the pandemic. So maybe maybe it just has to do with that. But go to bars and meet people on Tinder. Yeah, like to be honest, the whole generation's fucked. 
<laughs> I, I don't think that my life changed all that much. Like, I don't think I would have been doing many things well, differently. Well, I mean, I got to see a lot of my friends less, which sucked, and I got to do less drinking when I turned 19, <laughs> which really sucked, but I guess you don't drink that much, so... Yeah. It wasn't really it, that big of a deal it for you. Changed, it changed very little in my life. But I mean... I'm I didn't get to go to the movie I've been theater. to like two bars. I'm almost 20. I should have been to like 200 <laughs> bars by now. But... Oh well. I'll have to make up for it all by the time. I'll be like 30 still being... Still making up for it. Good so. on you, man. And then You're going to be a real Widow winner. And will come out and we'll review it. And at the intersection of Malcolm X and Weird Al, <laughs> we'll, found, we'll find you... <laughs> Yeah, what would you give this guy out of 10? I liked it, I'd say a solid 7. 7? 7. That's not bad. It wasn't as groundbreaking as, like I said, these TikTokers think it was, but... Yeah, I mean... It was okay. If if you're, like, all upset with me, just, like, Google Norm MacDonald's moth joke, and if you think it's the most hilarious thing ever, then then we align and if, if you, you don't if, you, if you're like what what is wrong with this guy then i mean that's just then this we're, is we're never for you, we're never friend. we're never gonna come to terms on on comedy i guess but that's just the way it's gonna Go be watch some adam sandler no actually, i like adam sandler i can't even say that i guess i don't know go watch like go watch an adam sandler produced movie <laughs> that like, go watch the wrong missy instead of listen to this podcast I was watching a movie the other day, and I saw the Happy Madison logo come up at the beginning, and I didn't know. I watched it, but I don't even remember what it was, but I regretted watching it. It was terrible, but I didn't realize before I went in, and that's that's just like the mark of death when you go into a comedy movie, and the Happy Madison logo comes up, and you're like, oh, He smashes no. the screen with the golf ball, and you're like, that did it. <clears throat> and you're hoping that it was actually your TV, so you yeah. don't have to watch it. <laughs> Well, we'll get to some weekly recommends, a segment that we did once and then forgot to do again. Right. Do you have anything segment. to recommend? A few things to recommend to the recommend. folks out there this week. Oh, a show, TV show, Mayor of Easttown, HBO. You have to pay, in Canada, you have to pay for Crave and then the HBO subscription, which is fucking stupid because they both cost just like equally as much. But... Mayor of Easttown was a fantastic show. Oh, another HBO show I watched. I was watching lots of HBO shows. The Night Of with Riz Ahmed. Good one. Sound of Metal. Like that movie. That was fairly good. I watched, uh, I think I was telling you about it earlier, but it's the Ross Lynch movie. Uh, when he was Jeffrey Dahmer. Kid. My friend Dahmer. Better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'd recommend if anyone wants to watch it to check it out. If you like true crime. Probably a good one for you. Uh, I think that's that's probably have a lot more. If I scroll through what I watched on Amazon this week, I could find a couple obscure ones probably that I could recommend. But uh, all right, so for me, I'll pick a. I wrote down too many. I'll pick a few. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the '92 Francis Ford Coppola movie. I had a great time with this. Um, I saw a Red Letter Media episode on it and. I thought, eh, I'll give it a shot. Um, Keanu Reeves almost destroys the movie. He's so bad at acting. But but he's it's, John <laughs> it's a beautiful piece of movie making with Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins. So it's, it's a good time. Um, Tess from 1979, uh, directed by Roman Polanski, who's definitely non-controversial. Who's a piece of... <clears throat> Um, garbage but uh i i really i really really like this film um i don't even want to give any any of it away it's based on a book and i just thought it was great really really good looking film and they had to completely reconstruct stonehenge in uh france because he's not allowed into england (laughs) is it the best (laughs) film you've ever seen that was made by a pedophile jacob uh no, that would also be probably Roman Polanski's Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Roman Polanski, great director, interesting fellow. Um, <laughs> We're not going to stray words here. I'm going to recommend a film called, uh, this is my pretentious choice of the day. A pigeon sat on a branch reflecting on existence. 
from 2014. Directed. That sounds just like the worst time. <laughs> directed by Roy Anderson. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It's like it's darkly funny. It's uh, it's just like kind of a series of kind of short kind of things that are can be kind of weird and surreal and some of them interconnect or continue on and some of them don't uh it's a swedish film it's a lot of it's it's a it's a good it's a good watch it's fun it's thought-provoking and uh you'll sound really smart when you tell people that you've seen a film called The Pigeon Sat on a Branch Reflecting on Existence. Yeah. Or you just sound like a dick if you tell the wrong person. Like, what'd you watch last night? Oh, <laughs> I watched a pigeon sat on a branch reflecting on existence. And then you get booted out of the bars. Um, yeah, so those, those are going to be my recommendations for the week. I'm sure you can find something you like there. If not, just... Uh... If you're in Canada, pay for every channel under whatever subscription service you like. That Does that get you ever? Like, just get under your skin? That we don't get HBO Max? Yeah, yeah. That and, like, half the movies I have to pay for Stack TV or, like, some other bullshit on Amazon or some bullshit on fucking... I don't want to buy stars. I have stars on Disney+, Plus, stars on Amazon, and stars on uh, HBO, I'm pretty sure. It's fucking crazy. Maybe not on H or not on HBO on Crave. Maybe not on Crave, but Crave has a few channels that you have to buy as well. Showtime, Showtime's not worth it. Don't get Showtime. Showtime, the only thing worth watching on Showtime is Twin Peaks season three. Yeah. I don't think they've ever made anything else good. HBO though, HBO rocks it every time, man. <clears throat> I'm the big supporter. Free ad for HBO unless they want to pay us. I can send you my social. Social insurance number if you want to send me a check, HBO. Yeah. Um, so. I guess that's the episode. That's, it. that's episode eight wrapped you can, up. Uh, send us an email. You can expect, if you're angry at me for you can expect hating the next on your favorite episode things. in about a week or three months. We never know. We never know. But it's great content every time it comes at you. Yeah, find us on social media if you're angry at us. Make sure you tell us lots of hateful things about yeah. how Bo Burnham is. The Messiah. Yeah, if you're somebody who thinks that Bo Burnham's the Messiah and you use TikTok too much, I want you to tell us. And I'll tell you to your face on your social media that you're stupid. And I think that's it. That's it. That's gonna that's gonna do it. And uh we'll we'll be back soon. Soon enough. If we say it then we'll then be it'll back happen. when the save will be back. No sooner. Uh, Peace. Well, Suicide Squad a review oh, coming soon. Right. We will do that coming soon. That so. will be soon because we're going to watch that tonight. Yeah. It's Friday, baby. So don't worry about it. So there is an episode fuck, baby, fuck. that's going to come out at some point. We have a plan. So All right. Keep well, an eye out for that. Have a good rest of your night. Okay, yeah. bye.